Hey, you all. Welcome back to the Definitely Not Simple Life podcast. Here are your hosts, Angela at Axe and Root Homestead, Mandy at Wild Oak Farms, and Renee at Mountain Woods Farm. Enjoy. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the next episode of the Definitely Not Simple Life podcast. It's Renee, as y'all probably know, and I'm here with Angela and Mandy, my sisters for another mister. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be super fun because as you know, we've been asking you to send in some questions for us and we're going to answer them today. So you guys ready to get this party started? Ready. Yeah. And... Nope. We're going to try not to edit this episode for all you listening out there. This is real and it's raw and we're just going for it. We're not sure how it's going to turn out, but I hope it's good. (laughs) I think it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So we got a lot of questions. So many. You guys, so many questions. Thanks to everyone for participating. Who wants to read out the question first? I want to ask, because this was a super popular question. How did we all meet? Everyone wants to know how we met, how we started this podcast. And I can tell you that the three of us met on Instagram, which I think is amazing. And I know I talk about all the time and how incredible this platform has been with forming real life, like forever relationships and friendships. Because honestly, without getting too sappy, because y'all know I like to do that. I never would have met Mandy and I never would have met Angela, truthfully, if it wasn't for Instagram. So I'm forever grateful. If I get nothing else out of Instagram in all these years, I've walked away with two incredible friendships. Aww. Yeah, I agree. I'm like thinking back on when when I actually, I'm, I'm at, I met, I'm doing air quotes, you all. I met Angela before I met Renee, but I can't really even remember when I didn't know both of you. And it's been, it's, it's yeah. so lovely. Yeah. I think um, sometimes Instagram gets a stigma because, well, any online friends really, right? Like people will say, oh, you can't see them in person. They can't really be friends. But I can honestly say like, we, we all text each other every day and we know, I think, a lot more about what's going on in each other's day-to-day lives than some of my physical friends that I have here, you know, surrounding mm-hmm. me in my geographical area. So um, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy we met. Yeah. And as for starting the podcast, to piggyback off of that, um, you may have heard us talk about this maybe an episode, the pilot episode. I think we might have touched on it. But we get a lot of questions, the three of us, in our direct messages um, on Instagram, which is great because we are all about educating and sharing our experience and saying, hey, this is how I do it. It's not necessarily the best way, but here's just a way to consider. And so we're kind of answering these concepts on repeat. And I thought, you know what? There needs to be a podcast for this because we're all in such geographical different locations and we all do things a little bit differently, but we all still get the job done. And Renee and Mandy love to educate as much as I do or just share their knowledge and their vet techs, which is awesome. So they can talk all things medicine and whatever when it comes to animals. And so I just asked them, I was like, hey, do you guys want to go, you know, basically get married and start a podcast. <laughs> Sister <wives. laughs> and, uh, and they said, yes. Why did you guys say yes? Oh, it was like, not even, I, I mean, Renee agrees. Like, I don't even think I read the whole message. I was just like 100, 200%. I'm so into it because I, it's 
this community is, uh, to piggyback again on what you said, it is, I don't want to sound like sappy, like Renee, but I mean, I wake up and being able to connect with so many people on like things. I think that that is a huge benefit to everybody's day. And then, you know, compiling all that information and bringing it to, bringing it to folks in one spot. I mean, it it was a no brainer and it's been So so fun. Honestly, and yeah, like Mandy said, like I didn't even have to think about it twice. It came like over my phone because I have like the banner announcements. I'm like, uh-huh. I, you know, I think I know what I'm talking about when I talk about this technology stuff, and it, it comes off my phone. <laughs> and I was like, I saw a message from Angela, and all I saw was the word podcast, and I saw Mandy was on it. I was like, let's do this. This is going to be awesome. Like ran around clapping. The Newfoundlands were like chasing me. Burton was like barking. We were all super excited. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, the rest is history. I think we are just so happy to be here and excited to share like what we know and our mess ups, our triumphs, our failures. And we're so excited just to inspire other people who are interested in this lifestyle or getting started or even people who have been in this lifestyle so long. And maybe what we like to say sometimes like their light bulb or their their light kind of tarnished a little bit, like they're just not finding this fulfillment anymore. And I hope that we're able to like kind of bring that back out and like re-motivate people and get people more excited and encouraged and just inspired. And I think what we, I think we're doing that. I hope so. But I, I also yeah. think there's just not a lot of people at Homestead. I mean, while it's getting more popular, I don't, I only know maybe one or two people um, in my neighborhood that, that do what we're doing here. And I don't want to say that it's lonely because it's not that it's lonely. It's just that if you're not quite sure what to do in a certain situation, it's just nice to have somebody else to share those things with. Oh, for sure. Right? And it is isolated, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it really is yeah. because, I mean, I don't – I know, Mandy, you have – I think you probably have more farms in your area than Angela and myself, maybe. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, they're a little bit spread out, um, but it's, yeah, I'm young. Um, baby pull it. And so baby that, pull it. <laughs> baby <laughs> baby pull it here. Um I think that that's the most isolating part to me. It's not necessarily that there aren't like people and it's probably the same with you Angela. I mean, people are doing it but maybe not to the degree that we all are. Um you know, that deep into the lifestyle, but um I mean even my friends, some of them are like, "What in the heck are you doing?" and you know, they're out and doing what young 30-year-olds do and I'm like, Nope. Yeah. Right. And then when you goat. do go out, it's like awkward conversations because all we know how to talk about is farming, right? So somebody will like ask a question. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, you guys should see this bull semen catalog I got in the mail. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so we just live different lives. But you know, I think it may help make the world go around. And what is a little bit of difference along people? <laughs> we we do right. make for interesting people though. I mean, do you not get asked about your lifestyle all the time? Yeah. I do. Yeah. People are fascinated. All the time. People are fascinated. They are. I love it, though. I, that's, the, that's the best part. Educating, again, another reason why we even started this, or gosh, it's probably even the backbone of why I started Instagram or became, you know, so active on yeah. Instagram. It, it's so exciting to share share all of the Yeah, when the you're passionate about something, gosh, you know, 
I'll talk to someone all day about any of this, just like I know the two of you will as well as anybody will, you know, when you really love what you do and you want to share that with other people. And, you know, sometimes you get funny looks, like when you talk about things like udders and teats and you're like, you know, new go people, Oh, what does their Volvo look like? Like send me a picture, you know, and <laughs> right. you know, for other people, I'd be like, is your phone seriously just like full of like goat romps? I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> you know, so it's just a different world, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> I, so that's so that's where we started our podcast. So listen, speaking of baby <laughs> pulling, which Angela and I call Mandy, which is like a super endearing because like Angela and I are like seasoned hens. Like, mm. you know, and, and Mandy's just the baby. And I know a lot of people want to know how old we are. Well, I'm 36. I'm 38. Angela's I, 38. Yeah. Um, I am almost 32. I'm going to put, I'm going to say that almost 32. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. So baby, baby of the group, but Hey, oh, absolutely. That, that's okay. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm going to yeah. ask you all something. Okay. So I, <laughs> If, if we, I think it's interesting, um, the age thing, but somebody asked if we see ourselves, do you see yourself doing this? Like when you're, you know, old and gray and Casey always says that we're going to get old and drink coffee and eat cookies. And I'm like, can I please still have a tomato plant and a, a couple chickens? <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Poor. I mean, I see myself doing this until like I I can't. I mean, certainly probably not to the the degree, but I mean, this isn't my bones. Um, so I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's so like you said, like deep rooted in our bones, and this is our lifestyle. It's not just like a hobby, right? I mean, this is what we do, and we pour all our passion and love into it. So I do think I definitely will be doing this as old as I can. You know, as old as my body will let me to some capacity. You know, of course, it might just be like chickens in my 80s or that sort of thing. But I could never imagine not (laughs) fulfilling this part of my life, right? And I know, like, you just joked about, like, how Casey was like, are we just going to sip, like, drinks and, like, eat cookies? Mark is like, can we retire on a beach somewhere? And I'm trying to think. There's not enough land for cows, so like, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, I do think life is about like compromise and give and take, and so who knows what the future holds for any of us? But I do know, like, this is so deep rooted in like what we love to do, and this is our lifestyle. And I, I really can see the three of us doing this to some capacity for the rest of our lives. Angela, would you agree with that? Totally. I mean, never say never, but um, I mean, I it's, it's a lifestyle choice. I. And I'm also a food snob. Like I hate buying grocery store produce. Um, there's there's yeah. there's a reason why I grow my own food. It's because I think it tastes better. Yeah. And uh, I don't. I, for me, it's also a mental health thing. Like I just I like being connected. I like being outside, and I like having um, my mind occupied. Because quite frankly, otherwise I just feel really anxious. So this is a lifestyle that that suits my personality and. Uh, I don't know. I think I think the only thing that would change for us is that Sean would really like to live somewhere with a lot of land. Like we're talking at least a hundred acres, very remote. So maybe at some point um, that'll happen. But I, I don't see the lifestyle changing anytime soon. That's for sure. Wow, that's so interesting. So out of all of our significant others, 
he's the only one that's like pushing for more. <laughs> you know, he, he said that if we had more land, I could get more horses. And that's very appealing yes. to me. And so that is exciting. But uh, he's, a, he's a bit of a hermit. You know, he can work pretty much anywhere remotely. And that's awesome. So we, we, can, we could up and move in theory if we wanted to. But I just really love this old historic farm. I just love it. The, the old roots that it has it getting to be the next one in line. So I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who, Who knows? knows? Great. Um, somebody else. Yeah. Somebody asked everyone something wants else. to know what our favorite date night is, which I thought was so sweet. It's so <laughs> cute. And like, it is so I cute. I totally relate to Sean because I, everyone that knows me knows I'm like seriously a mountain hermit. So my perfect date night is, you guys are going to be surprised. So I hope everybody's sitting is tacos. Um, <laughs> and like just literally like snuggling <laughs> up on the couch, like between Newfoundland's and having Mark there, which is my farmer's husband, which you all know. And just like watching The Office, that's like my favorite show. I just love to laugh. And, you know, sometimes we'll branch away, you know, if we get like, I could probably recite every single word of every single season. But, you know, I just, I love just to, that light sense of humor and like just the faces they make at each other just makes me laugh. And so, yeah, perfect date night is laughter, tacos, and just being with Mark. Aw, that's nice. (laughs) You're so cute. Mine's the opposite. I mean, not the opposite. I would love, you know, date night would be like, you know, on the couch with Casey and um, probably a good glass of wine, but like, I know. The two of you. <laughs> so this is what you guys don't know. So as Angela said, like we all text every day and like, if like sometimes on a Sunday, like we won't text until later. We're like, Hey, I miss you guys. So like, yeah. I feel like we should be texting today. And like Mandy and Angela will get on these like murder show tangents. And I'm just like, I'm just going to go watch my happy shows. <laughs> so I'm like the biggest scaredy cat with that kind of thing. So yeah, you two crack me up with that. I do love my, my, um, my murder docu-series on Netflix. I do love a good whodunit docu-series and podcasts. There's so many podcasts that I love to listen to while I'm working ours included, but I'm talking about like murder shows. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, like cold case stuff. Love it. So good. All right. So we know that Mandy would want to so watch good. these murder <clears throat> shows. So glass of wine, murder shows, maybe cookies for Casey. <laughs> totally. Totally <laughs> cookies. With your sourdough yes. discard. <laughs> yes. What else? What if it wasn't murder shows, what would you guys be watching? You, I know you guys like to play games too, don't you? Oh yeah. Um yeah. You, absolutely. Games, music. I mean, we don't watch a lot of yeah. TV. I mean, it I I mean, we don't have cable or anything like that. Uh it I find myself sometimes not even turning the TV on and just like listening to music or just putzing around and yeah, making, making bread yes. and then eating it all and regretting <laughs> it later. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. What I don't about you, Angela? What's your ideal favorite date night? Um, I'd say probably going out like, um, a good wine bar is nice. Uh, good true neapolitan style pizza yes. is always appreciated oh, um Sh- sean and i are big book people so a used bookstore that's always fun and we also really like jazz we love to go watch jazz um so i'm gonna say that i would like to get off the farm for a date night and go out on the town i love that 
I love yeah. that. Oh, jinx, Mandy. Jinx. Isn't that, in, isn't that interesting? Like, do you all ever feel, and I'm, I'm going to go off here for a second, that, that people, you know, Angela, you're like, I'm going to go off the farm and people are like, oh, you leave? Yeah. You, you get in the car and you leave and you go somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do. <laughs> we, we leave sometimes. But, but travel, like true travel is hard. Yes. True travel is hard. It, it takes a lot of planning. A lot of planning. You have but, to trust the person yeah. that you yeah. have left your farm to. Oh yeah. So many people ask about yeah. Angela's hair. Like how beautiful it is, <laughs> and like Angela's. Exactly. As long as your hair, like, like, your clothes, Angela, and like how you dress. And listen, people, I know Mandy and I are kind of farm homeless, and we don't wash our bibs ever. But I feel like we're not terrible. Like I feel like we're a little bit fashionistas. I don't know. Like we're farm fashion, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, car hard totally. all day long. Totally. But yeah. No, we took no offense to that because Mandy and I both know. Like sometimes I think we're both like, did we even wash our hair this week? So we got you. But Angela, you are like the beauty uh-huh. queen of the Definitely Not Simple Life uh-huh. podcast. Everybody wants your Thanks. secrets. Tell us your hair secret. Tell us where you get your clothes. We want to know. Well, I feel like this is going to kind of be a little disappointing because I don't have any major tips or beauty tricks to reveal. Here's what I do with my hair. I take a shower and I braid it and I go to bed. And then I wake up in the morning and I take it out of said braid and it's crinkly. That is all. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are cursing you right now because <laughs> well, of, of that. If you want a real secret, just tell them like you use like sour bro discard, right? And then everybody will do that. <laughs> yeah. You make some balm exactly. and you put it in your hair and yes, there's a secret recipe. I mean, I don't, I don't blow dry it. I don't do anything like that. And I don't, I don't dye it. Um, it's just my hair. It's just my hair. I braid it and I don't, like I said, I don't blow dry it. So I think it's, it is pretty healthy just because I don't like stress yeah. it out, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, seriously, just go to bed, wake up and you got a nice beach wave. That's all. And then the thing is about long hair. Yeah. It takes a little more work to brush out. But then after that, I feel like it's way easier because I can just throw it all up in a messy bun on a hot day and be, call it good, you yeah. know? So yeah. clothes, um, it's funny because I never used to be into dresses until I started living at this farm. And so maybe there's some old haunted like farm lady spirit that's like, you know, completely making me want to wear dresses and whispering in my ear when I'm sleeping at night. Who knows why all of a sudden I'm into dresses. You did but, say it was haunted uh, where I, you live. It is. That would be it. We'll have is. to do that like, have, around Halloween <laughs> the episode. We will. <laughs> no, we've ha- I had a, a guy who was putting together a Netflix Netflix show come do seances here and recordings. I'll have to tell you about that sometime. Um, yeah. But anyway, dresses, uh, there's this shop, an online shop called Adored Vintage, and it's all French inspired. And I actually lived in Switzerland for a short bit when my husband was on an assignment there for work. And I really got into sort of the French culture because it was the Swiss, Swiss French area of Switzerland. And um, I don't know, I just really love the sophistication that comes with wearing a dress. Like it just makes me feel better about going about my day. And plus I have a really old school Italian dad who dresses and looks so nice when he leaves the house every morning because he says you never know who you're going to meet or what opportunities you're going to get that day. Oh, I love and that. I love that. So I, he always tries to look really nice and I think that's kind of rubbed off on me maybe a little bit, yeah, I <laughs> but 
that's so sweet because like my grandma's like this you know old italian lady and her her advice was always to wear clean underwear because you never know what paramedics are gonna have to see it (laughs) (laughs) i love old people (laughs) so it's different yours is more sweet (laughs) but you know what the dress thing it it uh it's been interesting on instagram let's touch on that for a minute yeah um, people, you know, when I started my Instagram account, I made sure every photo I was wearing a t-shirt and jeans and uh-huh. bibs. And, um, I wanted to be really taken seriously cause I wanted to be sharing my experiences. And then I just kind of got over that and was like, well, I'm just going to wear whatever yeah. I want to wear. And people ask, do you really wear a dress when you farm? I mean, it depends what I'm doing. I'm not going to crouch down next to a horse hoof with a skirt hanging around. Cause if that horse steps on my skirt, I'm screwed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood's right. going to love you. But, uh, <laughs> or if I'm shoveling duck manure no thanks but I mean especially in the summertime I appreciate not having a chafe from jeans you know I'm gonna be honest it's free it's free yeah and it's cooler um yeah it just kind of depends what I'm doing so yes I may or may not wear a dress but here's the thing wearing a dress doesn't make me any less of a farmer I do get that message a lot I can still muck a stall in a skirt absolutely I do my own. I do all my own farm chores. I, I muck this place. I train my horses, and yes, I do even ride in a skirt occasionally if that's what I feel like wearing. So I do me. Those peeps, you do you. I think that's kind of terrible that people are judging. I love that you based on your attire. That should never be because it doesn't mean like you said that you're any less or more of a farmer depending on what you wear. You know, just because, you know, I choose to wear bibs, it's because I usually get way nasty and it's never going to be warm up here like it is where you are, Angela. And I've just never been a dress girl, but you should never take slack for that. I'm so sorry that you're getting that that sort of feedback from people. That's pretty terrible. Oh, it's, well, it doesn't, you can just, you can't let right. things like that bother you. Right. Right. Uh, you, you, yeah. True. You just let it go. True. Haters are going to hate. Well, at least you have pretty hair. That's true. Lovers are going to love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Whatever role they play, our animals are an important part of our lives. And as much as we count on them, they count on us all the more. To protect them, to help them grow and thrive, treating them as well as they treat us. That's why we're here to make their lives the best they can be. Manapro, nurturing life. Visit manapro.com and follow us at Manapro Homestead. Okay, so I wanted to ask a question that I got. How do your partners feel about homesteading? I mean, we touched on the date night, but how do they actually feel about this lifestyle? Do they help every day? Um, Do they want to downsize? What are their thoughts? Mandy, you should totally start because I love when Case makes appearances in your yeah. Instagram stories because <laughs> Mark is pretty elusive <laughs> in my stories. So yeah. I always appreciate when I see Case. <laughs> so, and this is, uh, we talk about it all the time, super open. I mean, I think it's important when you meet anybody, like, you know, I obviously Casey and I's relationship is the newest out of all three of us. Um, and it, it is like when I met them, I was like, look, this is who I am. And I mean, I essentially was so upfront and open about it because it, like we talked about in the beginning, it it is kind of isolating and it certainly requires um, a different level of, I guess, dependency and homebodiness, if you will, or, you know, things like that. So um, Casey's very supportive 
Um, I would say my best helper, honestly. Um, and they're all for it. I mean, I certainly do probably a, a vast majority of it. I mean, I do chores by myself throughout the week because Casey's at the hospital. Um, but on the weekend, they're here and they're helping and um, it's great. Uh, you know, I'm like, I want a milk cow. And Casey's like, well, let's let's plan out a little bit. So it's, it's a little bit of a balance. It's probably good. Otherwise, I would have, you know, 12 horses and um, I'd be... <laughs> I'd be like running around my head cut off, like, you know, even more than I already am. But um, I would, I mean, super supportive, help as much as they possibly can. Um, I, I, so I think we have a pretty I would good, agree with that. I love watching my cases in your stories, like I said. And especially, I was so proud to see that the two of you drew blood together because it is hard, I feel like, right? Animals are hard. Babe. Yeah. Like their veins like to pop around. Yeah. You can't see their veins usually like you can with people. We've got fur. We have hair to deal with. And they don't really stay still all the time. So I was very proud when I saw that case did that. Oh, it was it was interesting, but yeah, I mean, so it's, it's so nice to have somebody who's willing to help you do all those things like that. Um, I mean, and just, um, having, having a good partnership, I think that in, at the end of the day, um, cause this is probably a hot topic, you know, regardless of the amount of involvement, like physical involvement, I think just living this lifestyle and having somebody who's encouraging and, um, just supports you and, and your dreams and the weird dreams, right? Because again, we talked about this. Sometimes there's not a lot of yeah. people that, that yeah. get you, um, like, you know, your friends and things like that. So, you know, having somebody to, to talk to and you're excited about this new plant that you're going to grow or these, you know, like genetics of this. I'm sure Casey has no idea what I'm right. talking about sometimes, but they listen and they're supportive. And so I think that that's the, sure. that's the I mean, key thing. Same there. here. Like y'all get really excited when you see Mark on my stories. And I have like this one follower named Lucille and she's 83 and I love her greatly. And I think she only follows me for like possible mark sightings on my stories because she'll email me and she's so cute she's like maybe mark wants to be in a story this week so it's adorable and uh, lucille is the best. i love lucille she's i so want cute. lucille so to follow me just email me because she wasn't on instagram she would her kids would help her look at my instagram but now She's official on Instagram. So it's just so adorable. Whoa. So of course I give Mark like a little bit more of a hard time. Like do it for Lucille, Mark. Do it for Lucille, you know? But yeah, I mean, Mark, <laughs> he is so supportive. You know, this is definitely not his thing. I mean, he's an insurance guy. So I'm like his worst nightmare, right? Because I'm kind of reckless and, you know, I just like, he'll see me out there, you know, roping steers by myself. He's like, what are you doing? Like somebody should be down here, which yes, they should. Don't do what I do. But, you know, like Mandy mm -hmm. touched upon, like there's a difference between like physically being there and just like emotionally being there. And like several times a week, he tells me how proud he is of me. And you girls know that he also says that he's so proud of us and like what we're doing here with this podcast, you know, that kind of support means more to me than having him out there mucking poop or, you know, haying the cattle or helping trim goat hooves, you know, just having somebody that they might not really understand everything. And like you said, when you talked to Case about things, like I could talk about goat genetics and like milk stars all day long, but he'll sit there and he'll listen. 
he has no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> but you know, he'll listen and he wants to learn. And even, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's so cute. Like he'll come out with like farm knowledge. Like I'll be like, Oh, I did this today. He's like, Oh, and this is why you did that. Like, it's adorable just to see had this transition for somebody who didn't even grow up with a dog met me at 16. And of course I changed his life from there. Right. I'm like, we're having all the animals. So, you know, he's just really comfort full circle and it's, it's so awesome just to see and you know he tells people that his favorite part of the farm is just spending time with the animals and having that relationship like the chores um that's my thing I love doing that and like Angela touched upon like I have anxiety also so it really helps me to kind of have that consistent schedule and like clear my mind and you know get things done and you know for him he would be so happy just sitting in the goat yard getting nibbled on by goats all day you know but yeah I think <laughs> we're all so lucky that we do have partners like that and now what about Sean because I've never ever seen Sean on Instagram Angela well he is on a highlight I have like fencing because he he is incredibly talented when it comes to just like being handy with woodworking and tools. I mean, we, before we did the farm thing, we actually renovated old houses and, uh, he, he knows how to do anything and everything when it comes to fixing. So being on a farm and having animals, there's plenty of opportunity for that. But Sean hates Instagram. So he's not really, it's not that he doesn't want to be on Instagram. It's just not really his thing. Yeah. And I respect that. Um, so yeah. he he's out there all the time. It's funny because I, I never intended on farming either. And he knew me as the office girl who was starting her own business. But then he saw me really struggle with some mental things around postpartum depression. And he saw that this is what I wanted to do. And it's just been all support. Even to the point where he's, he, he's not afraid of bees, but he is allergic to yellow jackets. And so, I mean, he could get a bee sting, but it gives him a little anxiety, right? Um, he won't die from a bee sting because it yeah. isn't a yellow jacket. However, I mean, he's all up in it helping me catch swarms. If I can't reach him and I need a chainsaw, he'll come out and he'll help me. Um, you know, he's, he's ridden Finnegan, you know, occasionally he's more amused by it than anything. Uh, but like Mark, he's very calculated, very analytical. I'm definitely more just like go with my instinct and get yeah. it done. So I think he, I think he thinks I'm interesting. <laughs> so like we balance each other, right? All these <laughs> different personalities. I think, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds just like a good balance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's, um, I mean, we're three good examples that you, A, don't have to necessarily grow up, whether it's us or our our spouses, you don't have to grow up in farming. You can journey to this lifestyle whenever you want. And a support system in any, you know, physical or emotional or both, um, a support system in that regard, I mean, it's just so important. I mean, it's a key part to that. Oh, absolutely. And I think yeah. it's good for our boys, you know, like he sees my, my two sons, he sees them out in the dirt and, um, my youngest Thomas wants to be with Sean all the time on the four wheeler. I mean, he'll cry if Sean gets on the four wheeler and drives oh. somewhere on the property without him. So I think he kind of sees that he, he just loves this lifestyle for them, you know, which is great. Um, so yes, it is, it was an unexpected yeah lifestyle but i think we're all very happy that we're doing it i love that and i think it's such a great way to grow up i love that (laughs) yeah yeah um okay so i have a question that i got quite a bit (laughs) 
okay, so we I think we all got the question a lot. What are yes! our Enneagrams? <laughs> we and got I that had to, so much. I had to, we did. And I, I don't know what that is. I, I didn't know oh, what yeah. that is. And so I flipped over to our ongoing text conversation with Mandy and Renee and was like, <laughs> what is this? And they're like, oh, it's like a test. And I was like, oh, like a personality quiz. And they said, what is this? Yeah, kind of. So we all jumped on the computer and took the test. Um, I'm an eight. What are you eight? guys? Yeah. Remember, I thought Ooh. that was so interesting that we're all the same. I'm an eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes Close sense, I though. I didn't pay attention I to mean, that part. <laughs> yeah, I'm I an eight. My that. wing, <laughs> they call it your wing, is a three. It comes full circle just in the, you know, wanting to help people and yeah, like a nurturer. Just having a, yeah. a decently outgoing personality yeah. and I being could definitely like see a that care, caretaker, caregiver. Want to uh, help people and educate. And yeah. What is the best life advice? That the two of you have ever received. We got this question a lot too. People want to know. Mm, I don't think oh, it's gosh. really advice Angela, so much you, as you just go. a favorite quote, which is, it's never too late Love to be that. what you might have been. And I just, I, I've always had that with me. Like I found that at a book on a bookmark when I worked at a That's Starbucks cool. at a Barnes and Noble when I was in high school and I bought it because it just really resonated with me. And throughout my, I still have the bookmark. I look at it every day cause I'm a big reader and it's just like, I mean, that, that's what launched me into homesteading, right? Like I was on this course to be a graphic design business owner and it was like, no, switch gears. It's not too late. I'm on a farm. So that's I love mine. that. It never, it never, ever is it too late to do anything. What about no. you, Mandy? Gosh, well, two things come to mind. <laughs> um, so one from my dad and one from Casey, mm. just like life advice or I guess life quotes or however you want to look at it. My dad always told me nothing good happens after midnight. Um, and that has like literally stuck with me my whole life. I mean, even, you know, growing up and even into adulthood. Um, so take that as you want. Um, Casey always says, and it's something that I think about, gosh, all the time oh. in life, social media, friendships. Um, they always say when they go low, we go high. So that can, like, that's something that just to kind of, so that's some, I, I think about that all the time. Yeah. That's a Michelle Obama quote. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Great. I know. I love that. I didn't know that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, love it again, take <laughs> it how you want stuff. it, but or how you want it's, to, but it's good sure. stuff. Some, some deep life what do you have right Renee? there it's not so much advice it's a quote kind of like what you're talking <laughs> about and I guess you as well Mandy right we all kind of have like these quotes and so as I talked about before is I've always had anxiety I just didn't know it was anxiety until I knew it was anxiety I just never knew what the term was and so I saw this quote that said yesterday was heavy put it down Man, that has resonated with me so much because as you know, when you have anxiety, you're constantly like thinking about the next step. And I feel like I over worry about a lot of things. And I think all of us have done this, right? Where you kind of like look back at like past events and you're like, why did I say that? (laughs) Why did I do that? And you kind of like beat yourself up over all that. Even farming, like, oh, you just have a bad day. You don't want to carry it into the next day. So gosh, that quote has really been a life. There's actually the wallpaper on my phone. And it's just a good reminder for me that if it was not a great day, just put it down. And today is a new start. And that has just been something that I just carried along with me and has come 
really, really to help me every single day. So good one. I like it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. So good. We could probably do a whole, I had a question on mental health and I don't want to, you know, not that I don't want to get into it. Um, I, I deal with anxiety all the time. I think that it's just, uh, talking about things is, is the, the key thing there, but I'm happy to do that. Doing a, doing a podcast on it sometime. I think think any way we can help people because there is such a stigma, right? I won't get into it too much where, you know, people just feel like they can't talk about it or they're viewed as like being weak or something's wrong with them or they're being weird or, and I mm -hmm. remember even feeling that way, you know, in my early relationship with Mark where I'm like, I didn't want him to think that I was a crazy person or had like these issues. And, you know, we just need to stop making ourselves feel that way and having that internal dialogue and just stop watching under the carpet because think about it, the three of us, all three of us have anxiety. We didn't know that about each other before we started this podcast and we started talking during the pilot, right? So, I mean, it's so common Mm -hmm. that people are living with, you know, mental Mm -hmm. illness and gosh, there's nothing wrong with it. I tell people, I actually don't mind it most of the time because I'll be the most prepared person that you'll ever meet. (laughs) What about you, Angela? What's your biggest fear? (laughs) Uh, um, I think I, I think, well, like kids stuff aside, like parent fears aside, um, I'd say with regard to me, I have a fear of getting trapped under ice, Okay, like falling through and getting trapped. But also I have a total fear of loss. Really? I hate them. Yeah. Hate them. Yeah. Can't handle it. I can do B stuff all day. I don't, I, oh my gosh. And now we actually have those, they started coming around and I wonder if it's because we have bees, those European murder hornets, not the giant murder hornets that everybody's freaking out about, but they're still really big and they bang on the windows at night because they're, they're catching the bugs that are next to the, um, like the porch light. And so you hear them. Oh my God. I would, I hate it. Gosh, I'm so scared of woodland fires because it's a very real, thing that happens here in Colorado. And sometimes you just don't have a lot of time to get out and plan. And, you know, we do have like starting in June because we get our last snow in June. We do have like our evacuation boxes, like rubber maids basically packed and they'll stay packed until September and October. And we have like the trailer hooked up just in case and, you know, hay and dog food and that sort of thing. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's such a helpless feeling to think that you can lose everything at once, even if you get your animals out. It's just so scary to me. I feel like you and Sean have a yeah. lot in common because his favorite yeah. food is tacos. He's a hermit. Um, I think you, got, even you guys might yet. be BFFs. I know. So when I come to New Jersey <laughs> next time to visit my She's parents, because we've talked about this before, but my parents literally live like 10 minutes from Angela. He not even now. I don't think. Sean and I are going to go to the pub that's on your property yeah. and we're going to be BFFs. So we'll probably have matching tattoos by yeah. the end of the visit. <laughs> a taco, a taco, a taco, a taco name in it. Was that weird? <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> okay, okay. Totally no, fine. it's fine. Totally normal. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> so good. We are. Um, we could do this all day, and I mean, I would love to, but I think we should probably maybe wrap it up because we're going to do something really fun on Friday. Um, I know. Uh, so last question, oh, what are man. you, what I would are you say both for most me, proud so of? Being okay. myself and not allowing my past to dictate what my future is like. 
because that's not always easy, right? Because you do sometimes go through these phases where you're like, why that happened to me? Poor me, <laughs> you know? But honestly, like I did that kind of like yeah. in my 20s. And then from there on out, I was like, you know what? No, that's not an excuse. And I have just like, I'm like, I'm going to be who I am and I'm just going to embrace this and I'm going to be strong and nothing like that. And so I am proud of that, honestly. It might sound like a little cliche and a little bit silly, but for sure, that's what I'm definitely most proud of. <laughs> Thank you, girls. Yeah, you should be proud. <laughs> Um, okay. What am I most proud of? I feel a farming or homesteading background. It was never on my radar and that I managed to not only just like sort of turn towards this lifestyle, but like I dove in head first and, um, I doubted myself a lot. I wasn't really ever about like proving anybody wrong. It was more just, could I really do this? and get in there. I mean, I used to hate being outside for a long time. I didn't want anything to do with it. So this has been quite the lifestyle change for me. And uh, I'm kind of proud of myself for diving in headfirst and learning everything that I've learned and um, like changing my life. I'm so proud of you. To jump in headfirst and be like kind of apprehensive about it and doubting yourself, but still going forward. I feel like that's like what most of our podcast is about, right, Angela? Like just you are always going to be questioning if you're doing the right thing and questioning if like you're doubting yourself the whole time, but just jump in. Like we called it like kind of like failing forward. <laughs> like, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to learn. So I really do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Thanks, Mandy. Renee. <laughs> Mandy, your turn. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's just pretty broad and I, I'm just proud of and this is going to sound silly well, and I mean it with, I'm just part of who I am. I mean, I, and I think that's really important to, and I'm not like tooting my own horn. It, I just think it's important. I mean, I wake up every day and I'm just like proud to live this lifestyle and proud of everything I've accomplished and, you know, what you've overcome or what you've battled through or just showing up every day. I mean, sometimes it takes a lot. Um, and so I think uh, being proud of yourself is um, a super, I mean, it's an avenue or an alley to then be proud of other people. And Before we jump off, can I just ask one more question of each of us? Because I get a lot of questions, a lot of comments sometimes on Instagram where people will say, you know, I'll share something like this last weekend. I shared a project that I had just learned to knit. I'm a beginner knitter. And this person was like, well, what can't you do? Guys. I can't do a lot of things. What I share is what I know and what I'm learning and have a passion to mm. share with others. So I was wondering if we could all share something we can't do. And it, it just, in the light of, of, of good humor, just to be fun. So for example, I can't do math. I am horrible at math. I can't play cards because I don't like strategy. <laughs> I just want to get it done. I don't want to think about it. And I cannot snowboard to save my life. Sean is a good snowboarder. Like he can do jumps and turns. I cannot. I can stand up because I was a dancer. So I have balance, but I can't slow down. Guys, I go so fast. (laughs) I hear whistles. And the only way I can stop is to fall. And it hurts. Okay. Those are all the things I can't do. So you won't see me sharing snowboarding or math or card strategy on my Instagram account because I don't like it because I'm not good at it and I don't want to learn it okay so no I that. love that what about you guys I'm gonna buy you um like snow goggles for Christmas <laughs> seriously I need them I mean 
I, I can't do a lot of things. I mean, um, if we're being completely honest, um, numbers was one of the first things that popped, I guess, math. I don't know. My mom is, <laughs> is a math teacher and she always asks for help, like grading her tests. And I'm like, no, I literally cannot do that. I don't know how to do long division. I can't write in cursive. Like I can't like, I like all these fundamental things that we were taught. I'm like, well, that's out the window. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I, I always say like, I'm always one to like try something once. And even y'all know, like, I tried to edit, like, an episode once. It took me eight hours and a lot of chocolate. Um, so, you know, I'm always, like, it's, I'm not even finished. <laughs> Mandy and Angela were so patient that day. <laughs> we do not. But, you know, I'm. Yeah, technology <laughs> and Renee do not yeah. get along. Renee can't, Renee can't, can't do technology. <laughs> but, you know, I'm always willing That's to Renee's. give something a try. But. You know, and I like we joke about, but it's true. Like, I'm not ever really afraid to fail because I'm really good at like laughing at myself and like having a good time. But I would say, like, and not to like be repetitive, but like, yeah, I was never a really great math student. Like, science was like my thing. I definitely can't sew in it at all. But of course, I could suture up an animal, which is like always bizarre to me that like that's never a problem. I mean, I really, oh, without sounding like super like terrible about everything, like, I'm not really good about thinking abstractly. That's really hard for me. Most times, like, I'm more of, like, I have to, like, see everything. I can't just, like, be like, oh, what would that be like in my head where I know some people that are, like, really great at thinking abstractly. And I'm always jealous of them because I feel like that they just can get things done better and faster. And, you know, I'm always the type of person that I'm, like, I'm just going to try this and it might not work. I'd rather keep trying different things and, like, staying there for, like, 25 minutes in front of a piece of paper, like, trying to figure out the one solution. So sometimes it might take me way longer to get something done. But that's yeah. how I learn and that's how I try. And, you know, some people might look at me and be like, you know, you could have done that probably in one minute. <laughs> you know, but that's fine. That's fine because we're <laughs> totally i can't i can't parallel park like i will park yes. so far away no. if i have to and just walk because there's no i can't do it especially not now that i drive a truck no, like, people you, are that, watching that is literally hours. asking like way too much of me <laughs> totally i can't make caramel yeah i've tried a thousand times even with a candy thermometer and it's just never gonna happen so i just let it kind of get Caramel, so it's like and caramel then I just eat it out of the pan with a spoon. Caramel candy. It's close enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is laughable how many times I've tried to make caramel It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's just not. That's okay. We For can sure. accept our strengths For and our sure. weaknesses, right? That's right. Absolutely. We cannot <laughs> be good at everything. <laughs> so on behalf of Angela and Mandy, we want to thank all y'all so much for taking the time to send in so many awesome questions. And as we kind of gave you a sneaky, sneaky peek, we're not done. When this episode goes live on Friday, on that same day, we are going to go live and we're going to answer even more questions. So I think that would be a good time. We'll probably make you all laugh. I know we make ourselves laugh, so that's fine. <laughs> Never a dull moment. But y'all, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for your questions. I hope that you learned something new about us. And I think we'll probably do something like this again. All right, y'all have a really great day and we'll catch up with you later.